Hi, welcome to the Folktale Podcast. My name's Annie, I'm your host, and it is story time. In Mexico, there is a well-known and highly infamous tale, the tale of La Lorna. Legend tells that La Lorna began as a beautiful woman named Maria, who drowned her children out of an emotional frenzy after her husband left her. Suddenly, over remorse for what she had done, she threw herself in the river also. Unfortunately for Maria, it turns out that drowning your children does not earn you a ticket to heaven. Cursed to wander the riverbanks for eternity, La Lorona weeps as she walks, kidnapping wandering children and drowning them in a misguided hope that one day her own children will forgive her. The legend of La Loriona is discussed in Yakure Diaz's 2019 memoir, Ordinary Girls. In this, Diaz said, the scariest part was not that La Loriona was a monster or that she came when you called her name three times in the dark or that she could come into a room at night and take you from your bed like she'd done with her own babies. It was just that once she had been a person, a woman, a mother, and then in a moment, in an instant, a split second later, she was a monster. Stories of weeping female phantoms are common in the folklore of both Iberian and indigenous American cultures. Scholars have pointed out similarities between La Lorna and Siwakoati, which translates as the snake woman from Aztec mythology, as well as Eve and Lilith from Hebrew mythology. In most of the stories surrounding the weeping woman, the husband usually leaves her in regards to something like boredom or leaving her for a younger woman. Author Ben Radford's investigation into the weeping woman found common links between the nature of the apparition and tales present in the culture of early 14th century Germanic countries. Ancient Greek mythology about the demigoddess Lamia also bears resemblance to the weeping woman, except in this legend it is Zeus's wife Hera queen of the gods who murders Lamia's children whom she had had with her husband Zeus. It is said that Lamia then killed many young children out of grief for the loss of her own. When we think of the weeping woman in Spanish-speaking culture, the earliest published reference in writing to the legend 
is a 19th century sonnet by Mexican poet Manuel Carpio. The poem makes no reference to the infanticide, rather that the weeping woman is identified as the ghost of a woman called Rosalia, who was murdered by her own husband. It is said that the tales of La Llorona existed when America began to be colonialized, and the sightings of the weeping woman represented a mourning and a warning that would result in death. The internet gives us access to information and the ability to share information that was not possible before. I am now going to read an open letter by Mr. Martinez recounting an experience he had with the supposed La Loriona. It was during the summer when my family decided we should all take a trip to Mexico. I was about to join the Marines, so my mother wanted me to go to see my family just in case something bad were to happen to me. At the time, I was with my pregnant girlfriend, who would later become my wife, and then ex-wife. Since she was pregnant, I didn't want to leave her alone, so I bought her a ticket so that she could come with me as well. She didn't look like the rest of my dear family. She had blonde hair and fair skin, and the whole family came to see her, as they had never met my girlfriend before. After greeting everyone, we all started to talk about what had been going on since we had left. My girlfriend was sitting next to me, having me translate parts of the conversation from Spanish to English. One of my aunts, who knew I was into the paranormal, brought up the subject of La Loriona also known as the weeping woman or the wailing woman. My mum quickly told my aunt to be quiet as she knew that it would get me both interested and scared regarding it, but I was able to push my aunt to keep on going. I mean, I was going to be a marine after all, I couldn't let a silly myth scare me. My aunt proceeded to tell us about how whenever she would sleep over at my grandma's house, the house which we were currently residing in. If she stayed up late enough, she would be able to hear the wails of the weeping woman. My mum rolled her eyes and jokingly pushed my aunt. The subject died from there since one of my other aunts started talking about her son and so forth. Seeing at how serious everyone had gotten for a brief moment, my girlfriend nudged me and asked, what were we talking about? I told her the myth of the weeping woman and how she drowned her children in a river and was destined to walk along the rivers of Mexico looking for her dead children. She of course laughed, not buying any of my paranormal stories. That night, my parents decided that my girlfriend and I should stay at our old house where I'd grown up since we were both adults and needed our own space. The house was currently being worked on, so the bedrooms had no doors or working lights. The only doors in the house were the ones that led into the outside. They were fairly new, but they were your standard metal flimsy doors that a kick or a punch could make it rattle through the entire house. Inside, we had to use a candle and a flashlight for all our light source. 
I remember we even used a bed sheet as a temporary door to give our room a little more privacy, even though it was only the two of us in the house. As the night went on, my girlfriend and I stayed up talking and eventually we both fell asleep. I didn't know at what time exactly, but something woke me up. I didn't have a cell phone on me and my watch at the time was really cheap so I wasn't able to tell what time it was. Looking down, I realised that my girlfriend had stolen all the covers so I slowly tried to steal some back. As I was debating on closing the window that was located right above our heads, I heard a long wail. It was a long and distorted wail. I could hear the old raspiness in her voice, as if she had been yelling for such a long time that her throat was getting ready to give out. But what confused me was that her wail sounded as if it was being played through an old gramophone. I don't know if it was the scratchiness of her voice or what exactly, but it sounded like an old creepy record playing over and over. She was wailing her trademark words, which translate in English as, oh my children. That wail was what made her infamous, not just in the paranormal community, but with most people living in the rural parts of Mexico. My girlfriend started to stir and woke up. I don't remember if I woke her up on purpose, but in retrospect, it was a naughty thing for me to do, for she would also then hear the weeping. I was both excited and scared boneless at the same time. A cold chill travelling down my spine just reinforced my fear. The wails grew louder, making it seem like as if she was slowly heading towards us. In a side note, there is a myth that if you hear the whales close, she is actually far away, but if you hear them far, she might be somewhere near you. My girlfriend asked me with a half smile, what the hell is that? Supposing I had asked my aunts to prank us in the night for a family laugh. I just motioned for her to be quiet, pressing a finger to my lips and then cupping an ear around my ears, motioning for her to listen. Seeing the expression on my face, she knew something was wrong. Another loud wail passed by, echoing inside the house. My girlfriend, she started shaking, terrified of what could be outside, and I could feel tears run down her face onto my arm. Each time the wail came, she would shake a little, and at the same time, I would hold her close. The wails eventually came to a peak when it sounded as if she was outside our window. Doing the only brave thing I knew, I pulled the covers over us and we tried to remain as still as we could. The wails eventually faded out, and just as we thought that she had gone, we heard two wild dogs viciously fighting and slamming against our outside door. My girlfriend had grown attached to this stray dog that used to walk around my grandma's farm. So while we were staying there, he would always sleep outside the door to wait for us and greet us whenever we would come outside. The dogs, or at least we thought there were two dogs, fought for a good minute, slamming and against the door, snarling and barking at one another. Then, as sudden as the fight started, it stopped. 
We attempted to stay up for a while longer to see if we heard anything else, but eventually sleep took over us. The following morning we talked about what had happened. We walked outside to meet our stray dog, but he was gone. All that left was stirred up dirt from the fight that happened the night before. We never got to see the dog for the rest of the trip. Maybe he found a place where owners could feed him a little better. This all happened around 2008, and still on to this day, whenever I pick up my daughter, I would ask my ex about what happened in Mexico, but she didn't like talking about it. I haven't been to Mexico ever since. If you want to look into the weeping woman a little more, there's lots of interesting footage and discussions on the internet and happy spooky season. Thank you for listening.